Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. My name is Eldon and Lowell's here with me today. We're going to record another podcast. Lowell, welcome. Thank you, Eldon. It's good to be here with our distinguished host, Eldon Yoder, the one and only. Well, this is getting weird fast. It's kind I, like of a, to, I like to start off on a weird note, that way it can only get better from here. I guess, yeah. It's kind of a uh, rainy day here. It's rainy, it's dreary, February it's cold. the 22nd. It is the 22nd of February. And I missed a call, it was probably important. But we are all fired up for spring, and no spring in sight. We're fired up for spring? Well, parts of it, for warmer sure. Warmer temperatures, yeah. how about that? Less uh, sleet and ice and muck and slightly warmer temperatures. And hopefully less power outages. Actually, it looks like warmer temperatures toward the middle of the week. I think 60s. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully the, the ground can dry out a little bit here before yeah, it's too been, long. Yeah, it has been a uh, mucky period. Yeah. And it's pretty typical of our winters around here. Yeah, it just seems worse this year, but I think that's how every present year is. Every year seems like the worst year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, let's see, what have we been up to the last, I forget, it's been a month since we recorded, two it's weeks? It's been a little while. Well, um, so we are, spring is... Like, it's not top of mind, but we're starting to get into that mode where... And by spring, you're talking about strawberry season. Yeah, spring uh, in general. Picking up. Okay. You know, all those things. Yeah. But the spring period of time is a busier time on our farm. Yeah. Than the winter. Though winter is an important part. And it's busy enough the way it is. It is, certainly. So we're, but there are certain things that you need to, that need to be in place and you're planting in the spring, your, um, well, field crops, some, some crops. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot of things that, that need to happen in spring. Kind of the ball just starts rolling and rolls all through the summer. Yep. So we've been thinking and making plans we have ordered some things uh fertilizers uh seeds and we're we're you know working on those on those plans for springtime trying to anticipate uh, what we need and planning and then we'll hopefully execute our well-placed plans well-planned plans Sounds very planny to me. Yeah, probably it's more planny than we actually are. <laughs> but those are some of the. A lot of times these plans kind of just of exist thoughts. in our head. It's not like we write them down, but if we talk about them and think about them, it uh, helps us. Yeah, know where we're going. I mean, okay, so this is late winter, but there are there's probably some brood in my beehives, which I need to check on. So their nature is making preparations yep. for the growing season. Um, there's something else. Oh, buds in our strawberries. In our strawberries, you know, I can look down into the the tops of the crowns, and there are little buds. Now they're not really emerged and pushing up yet, but they're there, and they're alive. So they're yeah. important, and so. One of the things we're thinking about 
is um, protection of those buds, which will become blooms, which will become strawberries. So yeah, we're not we're not into frost protection mode yet. The critical temperatures for those buds are pretty low, uh, maybe teens ish. Critical maybe temperatures, you mean they where get, they could be killed? Yeah, they burn. And yeah. but as we start warming up and as everything starts pushing the critical temperature rises as well and when you have open blossoms uh white frost is critical yeah uh, temperature or about maybe 29 degrees 28 29 right in that ballpark so yeah we have had blooms in march which isn't too far away sure enough but i do think uh, the last few weeks We've not had extreme cold here, but it's been it's been chilly, yeah. probably below average for February. So I think you know we had we were advanced going into the winter, you know, because of November and even December. The first part was yeah. fairly mild. Yeah, January was kind of so-so, but February has actually been pretty chilly, and this has been a pattern that is repeated itself the last several years of colder Februarys and Marches. So I think now we're we're not early, I don't think. I don't think we're hugely late, but the cold has definitely just kind of held yeah. held things in place. Which is not all bad. You don't want your stuff pushing too far too quickly. Yeah. So we will we will see what shakes out. Um I'm pretty much covered up with row covers on the strawberries i'll probably be thinking middle of the week about possibly starting to pull some of those back off because i don't want to push don't push yeah too much however probably the earlier varieties we will try to push as hard as possible a few of the early varieties within reason within reason yeah and maybe we will have ripe strawberry by easter when is Easter this year? April the 4th. Why would we have them that early? That seems really the early. early variety. But isn't usually a that week or so after till we've had the earliest? <laughs> you make me nervous. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be actually, I'm quite sure we won't. But the earliest we've ever opened is like the 17th yeah, but or 18th. There's a difference but we're between usually... picking the first red strawberry yes, and being open, like about two weeks. Okay, I guess that would line up with our earliest yeah. openings. Then. But we're not going to be early. I just, there you go. I mean, we won't be the earliest we've ever been yeah. because I just said that. Whoops, I think I rubbed my mic. Some of it will depend on the weather going forward, too, if we stay, even if we warm up some. Anyway, thinking about weather and how that that is going to affect the spring thankfully we haven't been as extreme as some parts of the world feel very sorry for people down in texas down under in Oklahoma, texas other actually i think parts of louisiana got really cold too yeah and yeah. there are people that grow strawberries in those parts of the world and oh man i don't know I mean, they'd be about this much in front of us usually, wouldn't they? Maybe well, I think quite. typically, so yeah. it could be very devastating to their strawberry crops. I don't don't know, huh. but just hard on a lot of things in yeah. general, yeah. farming related. I heard people talking about livestock, uh, you know, waters, tanks, yeah. ponds yeah. being frozen solid. Kind of a scary thing because, I mean, 
I would think we could get something as as extreme as that here too. And you know, row covers can only do so much. Yeah. Having some snow would give you some protection. I don't know if it'd be enough to keep damage from occurring or not. Yeah. Huh. I hadn't thought about strawberry farmers down there. Now I feel bad for them. Yeah. I feel bad for sympathize with other farmers. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that someday. <laughs> I was mostly just feeling sorry for the web developers that lost power. <laughs> I guess we kind of think about the things we're uh, probably so involved with. But I think the thing about weather is someday, you know, it's going to be your turn. Your, your turn to get the extreme weather yeah. event, whether it's uh, an untimely hailstorm or an uh, ice yeah, storm in late worry. March. I'd forgotten to worry about hail. That's always one that worries me. Yeah, that is a in worry. March and April. Yeah. Maybe we should do high tunnels over our entire crop. Over our strawberries. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the strawberry update. Uh, we will be getting those covers off and starting to work with them, and there'll be, I mean, yeah, new leaves here before very long. And after that, a it's just a matter of time. Fertilizer in them and yeah. all those things. Greenhouses are doing fair. They're kind of holding their own. Um, we've, I think we usually go go through them every year. I mean, every podcast. Yeah. But we don't, we don't have don't to, have to do that today. A lot of details. Still picking fairly good numbers of terreros out of that one greenhouse. Where I don't know, we kind of kind of have a love hate relationship. I still think it's plenty growthy. A lot of I think I work. ate one on a salad the other week and it was pretty good. It's they good, yeah. They have good flavor. They're it's just a firm tomato, but they yeah. do keep very well. And they're beautiful. I mean, and the size has been exceptional. Yeah. I would huh. say definitely better size than Trusts. Okay. Which is the variety that we have previously grown. So, yeah, favorable, uh, favorable, favorably uh, optimistic that maybe it's. And there's supposed to be some varieties that are even better than that. We will see. Have you, uh, how's your sucker planting Sucker planting is coming along. They actually have, some of them have fruit on okay. them. The rest of them are blooming pretty good. So they're definitely, I don't know if they're going to do as well as a regular plant would have, but we'll, we are going to hit a spot probably in a few weeks where we're a little short on tomatoes okay. because we lost a few clusters in the, in the string on the terreros. And so you can kind of see those coming down the vines, and you know you're going to be a little short. Yeah. So I'm hoping those suckers will be producing tomatoes okay. about that time. And, yeah. help. and then the rest of the crop we just planted a couple weeks ago, and, you know, they're they're growing. Yeah. Longer days are helping and getting some warmer temperatures and higher daylight daytime highs uh, would be very advantageous. Sounds good. Uh, what other parts of the farm do we usually talk about, or do we not need to talk about anything else, really? I've been trying to keep the cows happy and yeah, um, dry and out of the elements as much as possible, feeding a lot of good corn maize silage. They've been lapping that up. Have you been attending some of these uh, virtual yeah, conference the, things that the we usually go to ones. in person? 
Yeah, generally. I haven't attended a lot of them in person, but the cool thing is you can go back and watch listen them later. or yeah. watch them. So I'm often doing that when I'm doing something else. Yeah. And Learn anything interesting this year so far? Yeah, some new varieties that are kind of interesting. and Yeah. Sounds about typical. Pretty typical, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always good just to have a refresher, kind of brush up on what you think i pumpkins are really taken off and that's kind of what i'm hearing reading between the lines um i would i would figure that this is going to be a really busy fall again for us and other people pumpkin growers i mean pumpkins are just more of a thing than they were 10 years ago yeah and specialty pumpkins especially we sold a lot we of sold a lot of them here and that's what they said too they we said almost in, sold in out some, some ways specialty pumpkins are almost becoming as important as yeah the others so hmm. i don't think we can grow too many pumpkins yeah i'm sure there's a point i'm but, sure there um, is too yeah. i would like to grow a lot of them and a lot of specialty ones and probably just a bunch of different stuff because everyone likes something different yeah it's, yeah it's really cool to pull something different and unique out of your field and it's i mean here's the only place they can literally buy it within you know how many yeah miles, so yeah yeah that's cool very good thinking if, fall stuff um even though we have springtime between now yeah. and then um we're always thinking animals uh, springtime and fall time <laughs> talked about maybe increasing our small zoo a little bit and putting in some more things so we need to be making more plans along those lines yeah yeah and very good yeah strawberry season and and our current covid situation is probably something we need to be starting to plan around that's true i saw a little bit of discussion about that on a recent strawberry newsletter i got i don't know exactly what the requirements are going to be as far as from vdax yeah uh, virginia department of agriculture on what is required from picking strawberry farms my guess is maybe we would do something along the lines of what we did last year i wonder too just maybe, yeah. maybe we won't need to be quite that stringent yeah stringent that's a word strict i think that's the word you're looking for yeah yeah, yeah we'll just have to figure that out as we get closer i, I mean guess. there are parts of what we did last year that we actually liked yeah so i'm pretty sure we'll implement those again i guess the question is like we had to divide the field up in zones and stuff do we do that but that actually kind of worked well because we could direct people exactly to those yeah. zones so we may end up just doing that yeah because it works well yeah very good Anything else we should uh, cover, you think? Of? I don't think so. Um, I think we pretty much put a bow on on it. Um, I'm just thinking, it just seems like random things. Like we went to get a generator, and yeah. it was places we were checking back orders until April. And this was before the power, latest power right. outage. Yeah. yeah. So I just think things like supplies we need to be like snack shack stuff you ought to be thinking about what we need and putting starting to order way ahead because 
Yeah. Maybe it's everyone doing that that makes things hard to get. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I'm thinking about picking containers and, you know, chemicals and things, things that we need. Uh, we should probably be thinking about and planning ahead because last year taught us that yeah. when we had trouble getting certain items. Yeah. As far as I know, we're not going to do anything hugely different in the Snack Shack this spring. But it might be good to go to our local we supplier. We weren't even open during strawberry season last year, so that'll be different. Yeah, yeah. But we were in the fall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Now you're making me nervous. Yep. It's always good to be nervous. I reckon. All right. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, you can find out more about Yoder's Farm over at yodersfarm.com. Apostrophe. No, just yodersfarm.com. I know. Yeah. I just thought I should say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And if you're uh, looking for other podcast episodes. Check us out on Facebook. We sometimes post on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Sometimes actually about what we're doing. Yeah. But sometimes it's just information about the store and what's Yeah, generally it's kind of our... What's up right now at the store? And you like to post pictures there, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, you can always check that out. If pictures are your on thing. Instagram too. Yep. If pictures mean the same to you as a thousand words. Yeah. So uh, if you're interested in the podcast, you could subscribe in your but podcast no app if you want. Yeah, just search for Conversations with Yoder's Farm. It should pop up. Because sometimes I hate when people are always moaning about, please subscribe, please subscribe, please subscribe. <laughs> but, well, people don't think about it, and then you just have to whisper it in their ear. I guess. <laughs> Try to be subtle about it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. So long. See ya. See ya.